Shakespeare's wife was Aunt, but they spelled it. No, they're exactly the same. What? Huh. She was the wife of William Shakespeare, the English poet, playwright, and actor. They were married in 1582 when Hathaway was 26 years old and Shakespeare was 18. She outlived her husband by seven years. Very little is known about her life beyond a few references in legal documents. Her personality and relationship to Shakespeare have been the subject of much speculation by many historians and writers. But of course, she has been eclipsed by the gal that's been in many movies. And, oh yeah, Brokeback Mountain. I'm, I'm instantly thinking of Get Smart. She was in that. She played 99 in that. But Anne Hathaway, so I had a friend who was in a play that was written by someone she knew and the play was called Anne Hath Away and it was about the premise and here's today's podcast picture what if Shakespeare's wife wrote all the plays and Shakespeare just sort of took credit for it and that's when I first heard the term Anne Hathaway this was years before Anne Hathaway ever got popular with uh, all those Princess Diaries things that she did so there you go. Fascinating, isn't that fascinating? So the podcast picture today is not of Basil the Boxer. He was in the last one. You can see that at mikesdailypodcast.com. This is FF episode 2,354 today. Whoops, nope, 2,344. 2,344, that's right. You can see a picture of the late, great Basil the Boxer, Fairmont Ridge. That was the last podcast picture. Today's podcast picture is of a new friend that we have that we've been taking care of for about six months or so. We rescued him when he was depleted and no one had taken ownership of him and he was walking the hills of Podcastro Valley, living by on, on sheer wits, surviving on his wits is what he was doing. I'm talking about the cat named Rodler. Rodler the cat Now Rodler the cat is happy And content And we have another cat that we've saved too That was walking the hills Never These cats were never chipped before They had no chip in their body They probably had never been petted before Now they get pets regularly They get pets and scratches And they're so happy And they get fed 
And they're defleed And dewormed And they're happy as can be And this is something I, I, It makes me proud But this is Rodler the cat The other cat was Patches And we have pictures of Patches At mikesdailypodcast.com But you can see the picture of Rodler At mikesdailypodcast.com With a little uh, Iron I think it's made out of iron It's a cat A little cat sculpture It's basically a doorstop Is what it is But it came with the house When I purchased my house in 2009 This came with the house And I kept it There were a couple other things That came with the house A broom A very old uh, Frigidaire Is it a Frigidaire? It's one of those old refrigerators Doesn't work anymore But I kept it A couple other things I'm a bit of a keeper I keep things A lot of things So perhaps we should discuss that But instead And MikeStailyPodcast.com Is where you can also go To not only see the podcast picture today But to hear me on the radio tomorrow I'm doing my radio show Tomorrow and every Sunday From 9am to 4pm Pacific time And you can see the link You can click on the link And listen to me live Between 9am and 4pm tomorrow And the link is at MikeStillyPodcast.com Lincoln Oh gosh I watched a documentary about Lincoln About the murder Of Abraham Lincoln By Booth And I had no idea About what ensued You know he wasn't caught for like 12 days I didn't realize that It's a fascinating documentary Found it on the History Channel It's actually kind of dated now But fascinating how Booth and his sidekick I don't know, I forget the guy's name They basically walked around Hiding in the woods Hiding in the swamp Trying to outmaneuver The police the, the, The soldiers trying to find him because at this so he thought when he murdered Lincoln that he would become the celebrity and everybody would be oh thank you booth instead everybody hated him in fact people were getting murdered people were getting executed they were getting hung by people who thought that that If they looked anything like Booth So people are judging the picture From what they saw in the newspaper If you look like Booth You could have been strung up and hanged uh, Up And killed This was hanging A lot of hangings going on at this time So He didn't realize Somebody smuggled him a newspaper Out in the swamp Out in the woods And he read it and he went What? They hate me? No, I was going to be hailed as a hero And now I see everybody hate As soon as that clicked in his head Stuff started to change And at one point uh, He ran into some people That were going to help him And they were asking What was it like? What was it like to, you know And he goes, oh, it's nothing to brag about Whereas before he was, you know He was all full of himself That's why he did it Anyway, there's a bunch of other stuff I'm not a historian I just watched it on the History Channel But it's a fascinating story The guy Mud Dr. Mud Who Because Booth basically fell From the balcony to the stage After he killed Lincoln And he hurt up his leg 
uh, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Grove Alley, Mm-ton, the last place on earth. He hurt his leg. This Dr. Mud reset his leg for him. So he's walking around now with a reset leg. He's still in a lot of pain, but he's hiding out in the woods there, Virginia, and all that. And Mud later gets caught. He gets thrown in jail. He is at some jail somewhere where uh, I think the yellow fever, was it called yellow fever, scarlet fever? One of the fevers breaks out. And this Dr. Mud saves everybody at this prison. And because of that, he got pardoned later. But that term, your name is Mud, I believe that came from that. Although I don't think that documentary Confirmed that But I had heard that before At any rate Fascinating story Look into it The guy that was assisting Lincoln the whole time Lincoln told They basically He gets cornered in an old barn And they tell him Come out And the guy who had been assisting Lincoln Says I'm, I'm, I'm out of here and, and Booth almost shoots him But then he says Okay go And then he shouts out to the police Don't worry This guy didn't do it He hasn't I've been holding him Against his will He has nothing to do with it And then the, the He still wouldn't leave the barn The soldiers set the barn on fire Lincoln Looked like he was going to shoot a gun One of the soldiers saw that Through the planks of the barn And was going to shoot him in the shoulder So that he would drop the gun Instead he shot him in the neck and Booth was paralyzed and slowly dying. And that's, you probably heard this part. Link, uh, the last words that Booth said, he was looking at his hands and he said something like, useless, useless. And then he died. Yes. That was his, wow. Pretty dramatic. That wasn't in that movie, Lincoln, that Spielberg did a few years back. They, they didn't go into all that It was mo- mostly about the end of the Civil War But wow And so yeah, the Civil War had just ended And they talk about in this documentary How parts of the South Even though they had lost They still were okay with Lincoln They were quite upset when Lincoln was assassinated Whereas Booth thought everyone was going to Cheer for him as a hero Because he killed Lincoln And then they executed Four people who had helped Booth and they just, they, it was a mass hanging of four people. And that apparently was one of the f- first times that a special type of film was used. Because this is in 1864, 63, somewhere in that area. And so this t- the film technology taking pictures wasn't that, you know, nothing like we have it today. We all walk around with cameras on ourselves everywhere we go. But uh, the, yeah. They were able to get really good pictures of this mass execution. That's all on the History Channel. That and I watched a thing about Pepsi and Coke fighting it out over the years. That's actually on YouTube if you want to watch that. That's on a CNN report about the history of the fight between Coke and Pepsi and the Pepsi challenge and how big that was. And that was one of the first times in... Our culture where two mass companies went head to head against each other. And Coke, for a long, the longest time, never even acknowledged Pepsi. And then they finally hired Bill Cosby 
to do commercials to be the spokesperson for Coke because he was all wholesome back then. And Bill Cosby's like, what's Pepsi doing with all of this? These challenges. Look, they're lying. Let's actually watch a taste test right now. See, people do pick Coke more often than Pepsi. And then he talked about how Pepsi, Pepsi broke a lot of ground with that Pepsi challenge and then also with hiring Michael Jackson. That was a huge coup. That was like one of the first times a celebrity was used to endorse a big product like that, a a pop celebrity. And about how they got David Bowie and Tina Turner to do a song. They retooled Modern Love to be about Pepsi. And how Coke tried to fight back by having Diet Coke. And then trying to come out with New Coke, which of course was a horrible thing. But then when they came out with Coca-Cola Classic, they apparently did really well with that. People forget about that. That that was actually a good move on Coke's part to redeem themselves. It's one of the only times... That a company was able to turn it around After making a mass mistake So All of that is what your truly Mike Matthews has been doing In the absence of all Of the podcasts he has not been doing These podcasts lately and that's what I've been up to Absorbing all of that for you And that's what this podcast is about Hey this is also what I wanted to tell you As I said hey Don't come around here no more And did a little Tom Petty Sometimes it is impossible to do our workouts during the holiday season And we're like, oh All the stuff going on at work And then there's all the festivities And all the food that can be available If you find yourself in this situation You should consider incorporating a good walking program into your days The U.S. Surgeon General recently recommended that we walk at least 10,000 steps each day for good health Now I do about 5,000 And I'm not in the best shape at this point I could be a lot better But 10,000 steps requires a lot of extra time That I don't seem to have these days I can't even do a podcast every single day Because I get interrupted So 5,000 is the best I can do But 10,000 steps each day is what the U.S. Surgeon General recommends It gives us a target to try and reach each day So you should get yourself some comfortable walking shoes You can get a pedometer pretty easily There are free apps now for your smartphone This article from E-Zine Articles E-Zine Articles.com And the tips they give uh, is work walking into your shopping trips. Make it a practice to park as far away from the entrance to the shopping mall as possible. This will help in two ways. First, you'll always find more parking spaces on the outskirts of the shopping mall. The second benefit of parking on the outskirts of the mall is that you have automatically increased the number of walking steps into your shopping trip. I like that. Yes, I've mentioned that before on this podcast Tricking yourself into working out At the end of the day You can look at your pedometer And see how you did for that day If you have not hit the target amount of steps Take a stroll around the neighborhood Or take a little time to do a short workout By knowing how many steps you need to take To hit your target You know how long 
that you need to exercise. The holiday season is great, but do not let it completely stop your exercise program. Get creative. Do extra things to get your target number of steps completed each day. Walking is the perfect answer to not being able to exercise during the holiday season. They also mention WileyWeightLoss.com. And that's what I wanted to share with you about that. So, outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. And yours truly is a keeper. Podcastro Valley 10. Twitter has reportedly suspended a number of accounts by mistake after far-right extremists began exploiting the platform's new private media policy. The platform has since launched an internal review of the matter and has made the necessary corrections. The new policy, which allows individuals to request takedowns of photos or videos that contain them, has become the target of far-right activists who seek to remove pictures of them taken at hate rallies. The platform originally said that the rule was put in place to curb the misuse of media to harass, intimate, and reveal the identities of private individuals, which Twitter says disproportionately affects women, activists, dissidents, and members of minority communities. Extremists began abusing Twitter's new system shortly after it debuted. Far-right activists reportedly used services like Telegram and Gab to organize against anti-extremist accounts that work to expose and keep track of white supremacists and hate rallies. They sought to get these accounts suspended and have their personal photos removed. And then, and then there is Taylor Swift, who has a song called All Too Well. It is the longest song to take the top spot of the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Uh, It has broken the record. And she sent flowers to Don McLean, whose song American Pie first set that record when it hit number one in 1972. Its runtime was eight minutes and 37 seconds. The new version of All Too Well, a part of Swift's re-release of her 2012 album Red, clocks in at just over 10 minutes. Don McLean said, what a class act. I don't know. I don't think, I'm not, look. Okay, if you, so Freebird is over 10 minutes, as I recall. And then there's some songs by Yes and the, the prog rock. War teams, uh, bands rather of the 70s. There were some dance mixes that were pretty long. Uh, Come on, baby, light my fire by the doors was a much longer song, and then it got edited for the radio. And artists in general, musicians in general, agree that you know don't like they don't like to edit their songs down. It's like editing. A, would you take a a, a, a Paint stroke out of a Picasso, uh, or a, would you edit a book that would? Well, you know what? I would. <laughs> Some movies that are considered classics, I watch and I go, you know, they could have taken that whole scene out. Listening to my podcast, I go, I could have maybe have chopped that whole section out, but instead I kept it in. And perhaps maybe Taylor Swift years from now will look back at that song and go, ah. 
I could have taken out that whole verse or that whole repeating section that went nowhere. But at any rate, it has gotten popular. Um, it's apparently hit the number one. Wait, has it? Let's see here. The record isn't the only one Swift has broken following the release of Red's Taylor's version with the album. She also set the record for most simultaneous U.S. Hot 100 entries by a woman with 26 songs from the album making the Hot 100 chart. The record was previously 18 songs, which she set in 2019 with the album Lover. It says here... uh, Don McLean said American Pie remained on the top For 50 years And now Taylor Swift has unseated Such a historic piece of artistry Let's face it Nobody ever wants to lose That number one spot But if I had to lose it to somebody I'm sure glad it was another Great singer-songwriter Such as Taylor Wait, what I understand is Is this song number one Number one? Or did it just Get on the chart? It says here Oh, it is at the top spot Of the hot Billboard Hot 100 chart Okay I'm going to be honest, I have not heard it on the radio. I don't know of any radio station that would take out 10 minutes of their time to play that song. If they did, they would do it at night. Just saying. Which, by the way, speaking of radio, I saw the guy who gave me my first on-air job. He he gave me... Well, he first hired me to do research, and that was whole... A whole interesting thing to listen to To watch him in this interview Because uh, that was his whole claim to fame Was he did research In the 80s If you wanted to Make waves Make money You would get a job at a radio station saying Well, you know what? I do research and I find out what gets good ratings And then if you did the research And you did get good ratings Then everybody hailed you as some genius And you could make a bunch of money in radio Back in the day And this guy did that In fact, I was employed to do research Which entailed this You would call somebody up The phone that we used Would have a cassette wired in I don't know how they did that Not technically minded that way But the engineer set that up So we'd have a cassette player Hooked into the phone line And we call these random phone numbers And get these people This is back in the mid 80s If we'd ask them if they'd want to do this test Then they'd say Yes or no If they said yes we'd play them I think 10 maybe 20 songs But they were like little bits of the song The chorus And ask them what did they think of the song Did they like it did they not like it Now I don't know if he used this research I remember one guy And you get into interesting conversations With these callers That you would call And they would tell you things like Yeah I don't like any of this pop stuff And this is in the 80s I only like rock I only like the classic rock And you know I see some of that Doing the research And getting that information And you know You you know more Than if you had your Head in the sand You know a lot more than that So I can see where that would be helpful But this guy did a lot of that And he's uh, he did this interview And he hasn't changed much at all 
His hair, his look is exactly the same He sounds the same Watching him talk I was immediately transported back to the 80s When I worked for him But I was like Well, you know, I only really worked for him for about a year And I think that's probably all I could have done Because <laughs> after listening to him for about five minutes I was, yeah He was a bit That side of radio I'm not a big fan of But at any rate Ten minute song Don't know if that is a thing that works for all radio stations to play 10 minute songs. But there you go. Apparently it is number one. And apparently we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. And apparently you're an awesome listener because you've gone through a lot of this interesting discussion on today's podcast about music and walking and Shakespeare's wife. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Masters, This was a very interesting discussion. Ooh. Do you think that you and Shakespeare would have been a good couple? Yes. Do you think that you and Taylor Swift could have done a song longer than 10 minutes? Yes. Do you think this podcast should be over? No. Oh, good. Because we got two more people to talk to. Hello. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we was hearing about you talking about Taylor Swift, and we want to hear more about Taylor Swift. Tell us everything, dear Mike. Dear. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Do you know that? Well, she's got lots of money because she sells a lot of records. Oh, and the whole story about that re-releasing that album Her 2012 album Red The re-release is part of her effort to regain ownership of her early catalog After record executive and music manager Scooter Braun gained control of her first six albums Master Recordings in 2019 via an acquisition deal And that, I think, breaks all kinds of records That's never been done before So, good for her and that's the end of the podcast Next show it will be The wonderful Shelly Shuhart Floyd the floor man John Deere the engineer You can chime in about anything we covered today At 336-MM-DAILY 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM As in Mike Matthews daily As in what this podcast will try to be But of course gets interrupted Because that's life And you know it's Just uh, If you can't podcast every day You should at least try to walk every day Is our slogan that's what we say And then A-Frame says this Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced And performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show And read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com Email Mike now At mikesdailypodcast At gmail.com See you tomorrow, bye!